The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media. Outlets the reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online, from the hottest issue to trends for our daily social media minute. We're joined by Erica. Good morning. Good morning. How was your weekend, Erica? Um, it was uh, it was pretty restful. Uh, got some work done at home. Yeah. Other than that, I try to stay as 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 cool as possible. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not super eventful. How about you? Same. Uh, I did meet a lot of people, but I ensure that it was indoors. That it would be yeah. brief, so no one is exhausted, and most of my time was spent, like you said, resting. Good. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's jump into our social media minute for this morning. Some keywords coming from K-pop to classical music. Let's start with the classical. In case you didn't know, there is a new star on the rise, and his name is Yunhan Gyar. Yes, that's right. So um, Yunhan Gyar, South Korean conductor, uh, not just conductor, he's also a, a pianist and composer as well. Um, he has won the prestigious Herbert von Karajan Young Conductors Award 2023. Now, this is a prestigious competition open to conductors from uh, all over the world who are over 21 and under 35 years of age. Um, it's an initiative of the Salzburg Festival mm -hmm. um, in cooperation with the Elliot and Herbert von Karajan Institute. Um, uh, you know, just to mention briefly about uh, the, the late conductor, Herbert von Karajan is, um, well, he's easily regarded as uh, one of the greatest conductors mm. of 20th century. He was a rather controversial figure, but also a dominant figure mm. uh, in European classical music from the mid-1950s until his death in 1989. Um, this year, the jury chose eight candidates, uh, two female and six male candidates, mm. back in February as uh, the semi-finalists for the 11th edition mm. of this renowned competition, which takes place every two years. Okay, so prestigious award uh, for a celebrated, it seems, conductor and composer. Uh, how many participated this year before it mm -hmm. was actually narrowed down to eight semifinalists? Yes, so this year, uh, 323 applications were submitted <laughs> from 54 nations, and uh, the three finalists uh, were Vitaly Alexinov from Belarus, Tobias Voger from uh, Austria, and of course, our very own Yun Han Gyeol from South Korea. Now, each of the candidates conducted a one hour long concert with the Camerata Salzburg uh, as part of the 2023 Salzburg Festival, which is one of the biggest summer music festivals in all of Europe. Uh, and uh, each of these candidates uh, conducted on August 4th, 5th, and 6th, uh, respectively. The concerts were held at the main auditorium of the Mozartium Foundation, and the programs were chosen jointly by the Salzburg Festival, as well as the candidates themselves. And this year, there was a special focus on contemporary mm. 
compositions. Okay, so because the award went to Yoon,、uh, we're wondering what did the jury have to say about Yoon Hyun's performance that you know gave him the competitive edge over the other other、yeah. two. So after the final concert, after Yoon's performance was over, the jury made、uh, the announcement that Yoon Hanyeol was this year's winner, and this is what they said:、uh, Yoon Hanyeol's conducting was charismatic, thoroughly prepared, and technically excellent. He didn't just imitate music, but the music flowed. Through his heart,、um, he.、Uh, for those of you curious,、uh, on the final stage of the competition,、uh, he conducted four compositions, including Felix Mendelssohn's Symphony Number、no. Three, simply known as the Scottish,、um, Rossini's opera The Barber Overture, as well as Korean composer Shin Dong-hoon's chamber orchestra piece. Of rats and men. As you mentioned earlier, Erica, Unangyar is not just a conductor; he's also a composer and a pianist. So, in case、mm-hmm. our listeners are wondering, can you tell us a little bit more about his life and career thus far? Yeah.、Um, so Unangyar was born in Daegu, South Korea.、Um, he moved to Germany while studying at Seoul Arts High School,、uh, and he graduated from the Munich. School of Music, and he has been calling Munich his home since、uh, 2011. Now he was the youngest ever recipient of the prestigious Nimi Yarvi Prize at the 2019 Gustad Menuhin Festival and Academy.、Uh, he subsequently received invitations from the Kammer Orchestra Basel and the Symphony Orchestras of Basel and Bern. I mean, the young conductor has been recognized in so many different competitions, including the Luciano Berio International. Competition in Rome、mm. in 2020,、um, and uh, yeah, uh, I, I think we're gonna hear a lot more of his name moving forward.、Uh, he's going to receive the 15,000 euro prize,、mm. and、uh, he has already been invited to the 2024 Salzburg Festival, where he will conduct the award winners concert. Now that concert is going to be recorded and released on CD. As part of the Salzburg Festival Documents Edition, so be on the lookout for Unangyar. And from K Classic to K Pop, New Jeans、yeah. is making apparently another set of history, becoming the first female K Pop act to appear in Chicago's Lollapalooza. Yeah,、uh, it was their also. It was also their debut、uh, live performance in the in US. Yes, that's right.、Uh, fans, you know,、uh, New Jeans fans are known as the Bunnies and、uh, the Curious. Uh, yet unconverted, they all gathered <laughs> at Grant Park in Chicago to see if the most talked-about K-pop group、uh, right now lives up to the high levels of hype that surround them. And the answer was, of course, they do.、Uh, the five members were obviously and understandably nervous for their Lollapalooza debut. But、uh, they they managed to transform those、uh, jitters into their signature youthful performances that were both bright and breezy.、Mm. And、uh, you know what? Many people when they talk about new jeans is that you know they're they they always look so relaxed, you、mm. know, and laid back.、Mm. And fans often comment that even when their performances are just as stylized as any other artist's performance, they make it look like there's just a bunch of like you know teenage girls. Mm. Just having a lot of fun. I mean, the woman behind the concept for New Jeans has paved way for like a whole different generation of K-pop groups we talked about, right? Like Shiny and Girls Generation. And times have changed, and what the Gen Z want now is very different from what the millennials.
girls wanted when Gigi was yeah. popular. So they really adapted. And maybe it's not fair to compare New Jeans to, uh, I don't know, like five years or senior Blackpink. But from the outside looking in, the comparison is being made because Blackpink paved the way to, I don't know, perform at Coachella two years in a row and yeah. things like that. But Blackpink is definitely more like polished and there's nothing approachable and easy to copy about the look. It's very much a stage ensemble. And then there's New Jeans, who seems like, like you said, like a high teen movie. You know, the youngest member of New Jeans, Hayne, is just only 15 years old. Yeah. And her stage presence was so impressive. Yeah. And so many people were talking about her on Twitter after the performance. Um, you know, a British publication Enemy magazine described their secret formula as an infectious spirit of youth. In fact, there was an article that was just recently released by Enemy that just basically, you know, hails Eugene as the next big thing. All right. No one's surprised here at home. We knew they were going to break some sort of record and they're just getting started. And here's the thing. Lollapalooza is kind of a tough uh, concert to debut in. I mean, like you yeah. said, now they're probably converted bunnies, but I'm sure there were enough people in the audience who were thinking, ooh, who is this K-pop act? They performed an impressive 45 minute set. Yeah. And uh, they sang, what, 12 songs? It was really impressive. And yeah. they sang everything live while they're doing their super energetic, you know, dance moves. Yep. So from 5 to 5.45 p.m., the group performed every song they have released so far. And listening to them, you know, it just makes me realize, like, every single song they have released is a hit song. You yeah. Know? It's yeah. instantly recognizable. Um, and considering it was their U.S. debut stage, it was really impressive just how much command mm. they had over that huge crowd. And one thing that really gave me goosebumps was, you know, the sing-along by that that crowd. They were roaring. You know, they were really captivated. <laughs> they were singing along to every single song. Yeah. And there was even this one moment that was caught on camera where Minji puts her hands to her mouth and she's clearly shocked, you know? <laughs> they didn't even expect this. Because, I mean, think about it. I mean, most of their songs, actually, some of their songs, they have English versions, but a lot yeah. of the lyrics that they were singing along to were Korean and I yes. love their songs and I'm Korean. I don't know the lyrics by heart, do you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Clearly, there is a strong fan base for New Jeans yeah. to make such a strong debut at Chicago's Lollapalooza. There was apparently a bit of a tender moment backstage as well after their epic debut yeah you know uh, the members were caught uh you know crying a little bit yeah. shedding a few tears and yeah. you know hugging one another backstage <laughs> after their epic performance and uh you know i i really hope they went back to their hotel rooms and celebrated because they deserve it you know they deserve it you're right take a break have something delicious in chicago and oh. come back home stronger than ever <laughs> uh let's let's get to our final story of the day the beloved elephant Pukdongi has passed away in tegu from old age so i'm assuming a happy long life but a passing nonetheless that makes i suppose locals very sad you know, this uh, elephant, male elephant, Bukdongi, was 50 years old uh, when he died last Friday. 50, he, he was born before I was born, you know? <laughs> he lived you a know? long, happy life. Yes, yeah, so he's been living at uh, this park, uh, Taesong Park, since 1975. Uh, and uh, at the time, back in 1975, he was donated by a local company to the park. And uh, he was a beloved member of the park, as well as the citizens mm -hmm. of Tegu. 
ever since. And uh, the elephant had maintained good health all of these years. Uh, but since June, he has been showing signs of weakened physical strength mm -hmm. due to old age mainly, inclu including inflammation around his nails. And uh, to provide treatment for Pokdongi, the park management installed an elephant foot care facility and has been consulting with uh, experts at Seoul Grand Park mm. and the Wild Animal Department at the Veterinary Hospital of Gyeongbuk National University. Um, the park also installed ventilation fans, provided special food, including bananas and watermelons. However, despite their uh, attentive care, Pukdongi collapsed uh, during his latest treatment on Friday and he never woke up. Um, mm. You know, the incredible thing is that the city says the average lifespan of elephants raised in captivity, which is Pukdongi's case, is around 40 years and he exceeded 10 years, mm. you know. All right. Uh, may he rest in peace. It does sound like he had a happy, healthy, attended life. Yep. Thank you so much, Erica. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.